Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Hey, good evening, everybody. I am so excited to get on with you just a few minutes tonight and share a word that has been burning in my heart concerning 2019. And so uh, let us know that you're on. Give us a, a howdy or a hello and the temperature from your area. And just I'm going to encourage you as we go through this a uh, few minutes of important dialogue that I want you to talk back to me. And so in the comments, be sure and put in your amen or your question or uh, what is resonating with you about this message. Now here's, I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. The recording will be here for those that come in late that they'll be able to go back and watch the whole thing later. I don't want you to miss a thing. Hey, Yvette. And, um, but here's here's the urgency that I am feeling right here at the very beginning of 2019 with this word for you. I don't always get this kind of a burning word for the year, but I have it now and I want to share it with you. So I'm going to ask you to sit up on the edge of your seat, whether you're joining us live or coming back to the archive and just say, God, speak to me. God, speak to me. Put away your your hesitations about, well, what is this or is it for me? I want to guarantee you, I believe this is for you. And uh, so with that being said, Lord Jesus, we ask that you command the airwaves tonight, that this word would go forth from your Holy Spirit to those who are tuning in right now, like Laura from Charlottesville, like Yvette from Kansas City, like Roy from Rockford and Isabella from Rockford and others who are joining in right now and throughout the call, Lord, that we would know this is for us and that you have spoken to us to encourage our hearts. We want to take it. We want to feed upon the seed of revelation, which God has given. All right, here we go. This year, uh, right before the beginning of the year, I was praying and asking the Lord, what do you have to say about 2019? What is on your heart? What is the burning word that you want your sons and daughters to hear about our lives and about how to live in 2019? And I want to tell you the two words that the Lord spoke into my heart and pressed upon my heart and has continued to unpack for me since that time. And so the two words are simply permission granted. Let that just rest upon you. Permission granted. Permission granted. Permission is yours to walk into 2019 with greater confidence, greater passion and hope and greater authority than you have ever walked before. Now, I'm not a name it, claim it kind of gal. And um, this kind of word might be a little bit unusual for me, but I feel it so very strongly. And I'll tell you uh, when we wrap up why I think it's such an urgent right now word for 2019. Now, all of us have had dreams and ambitions and aspirations, perhaps since we were a child. We danced in the yard, played with the fireflies, uh, skipped and sang, uninhibited, enjoyed life, played like we were somebody wonderful when we would play dress up, and totally went all out with our joy and our hope and our expectation. But along the way, somebody shut you down. Along the way, some teacher shamed you 
or an authority figure in your family shushed you and pushed you back in the corner or somebody at school, a bully called you a name and laughed at you or sneered at you. And as all of these experiences of life began to pile up, you began to get the message, oh, maybe it's not okay to be me. Maybe it's not okay to come with my excitement and my hope and my zeal and dance in the yard and play with the fireflies and present wild ideas and laugh and giggle to my heart's content. And so we begin to slowly let those negative messages from various authority figures in our lives, some just passerbys, some people perhaps that we knew well, and it begins to shut our hearts down. Now, I know you can relate because you're human and you're on the planet. And there are a lot of well-meaning people on the planet that will say things to you that were not wisdom. They, I watched a man in the doctor's office the other day be very harsh with his little granddaughter. And I was just thinking, Lord, Lord, don't let him do that. Let him understand how that is starting to shut down her hope and her ability to believe and to be excited and to express herself. And sure, there's order. Sure, there's good correction. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes these are the thoughts that plague you when you go to sleep at night. You begin to lay your head down and, and hope to get a restful sleep. And you hear those old tapes playing in your head of people shushing you and pushing you back in the corner, shaming you, bullying you, or somehow dampening your spirits. Now, we've all been there. But this is the year that the Lord says, son, daughter, I want to tell you two things. Permission granted. You have permission to soar with everything I put within you. And this is your finest hour. Now, as God has been uh, speaking this word to my heart and I've been praying about it and I've been asking the Lord for more descriptions of what this is all about, the Lord quickly took me to a story you may be very familiar with. It is in the book of John in the Bible, the Gospel of John, the fifth chapter, and it is the story about the pool of Bethesda. And it may be familiar to you. I'd encourage you to go read it with fresh eyes, even if you've heard it a thousand times or if it's brand new to you after we complete our discussion tonight, because I think there's something here for you. Now, here's what happened. There was a pool, it was called the Pool of Bethesda, where people who were sick would go and lay out by the pool, just waiting to try to get in the water when the waters stirred. There were angels that stirred the water with healing power. And the first person that could get in was freed from all their problems. And so this is the setting. It was the pool of Bethesda. And on a particular day, a man was lying on his pallet by the pool of Bethesda. And he had been struggling for 38 years. He was not able to walk. He would get somebody to bring him down, stretch him out on the pallet. And there he would lay time after time time after time, hearing the, the hustle and bustle when the waters began to stir, hoping somebody would just pick him up and carry him into the healing water. And yet it didn't happen again, and it didn't happen again, and it didn't happen again. And this poor soul was waiting for 38 years with his affliction and his struggle and just wishing somebody 
would see him and put him in the water. Now, one day, everything for this man changed. I want you to listen because there's something for you in this story. It was the day that Jesus came through. And when you read this passage in John 5, you're going to love it because you're going to find this sentence that says, Jesus saw him. He, his eyes fell upon him. He didn't just observe him. He saw him down to his core. He knew in his heart what this man had gone through. He understood the agony of waiting year after year after year with a struggle for something to change and the disappointment year after year when nobody put him in the water. Now, I'm going to pause right there just a minute. You may have a long-running pain, a long-running rejection, a long-running painful relationship, something you've aspired to that has never happened for you. And so I want you to relate this to your own life. This man had a struggle of being able to walk, but we all have struggles of one kind or another. I want you to personalize this to you because I believe Jesus would say the same thing to you that he said to this man at the pool of Bethesda. So listen to the dialogue and learn, okay? Jesus saw him. Jesus knew his struggle. And Jesus looked at the man and listened to what he asked. Do you want to get well? What a strange question. Why else would he be laying here? Why else had he waited 38 years for a chance to get in? And I, it's almost as though Jesus was saying, do you want something different than what you have right now? Do you want a different reality than laying on this pallet day in? And day out, do you? Do you really want a different reality? Let that question penetrate your own heart as you ponder the things that you want to get past in your life. Do you want something different? Do you want healing? Do you want to succeed? Do you want to finish school? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to move forward with your life? Or, like this gentleman, have you gotten too comfortable? with your infirmity. You see, his palate had become his companion for over 38 years. It's all he knew. To lay, to wait, to recline, to hope a little, to be disappointed. And so this palate had become his familiar companion. Now, Jesus said, what? Do you want to get well? Do you want something different? Do you want a different reality? The gentleman did not answer the question. When you read the story, you're going to be so interested to see what he did. We hope you're loving The Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org join.